Ciao and welcome to 15 with Fosca, the podcast where we talk about Italy, all things Italian, and taking the leap to make your dream of building a life for yourself in Italy or in the U.S. a reality. Sometimes it'll just be me responding to your questions or talking about topics that are of interest to Italy lovers in general, but often I will be hosting special guests who will work with me through the intricacies of Italian culture, share their stories, and discuss the challenges and triumphs that have accompanied them on their paths to Italy. Since I'm also your U.S. insider in Italy, we'll be talking about how Italians can best prepare for their academic and cultural journeys to my home country. So thank you for tuning in to Ask Fosca's 15 with Fosca. Cominciamo. Buongiorno mondo and welcome back to 15 with Fosca, the, the podcast. So while Florence is a small town, my guest today, Elisabetta Verdone, director of the Mona Lisa School, and I had never met until a couple of months ago when thanks to the magic of social media, we were brought together. It was then that she graciously invited me to come and visit the school. And I have to say that the physical space of the school is truly enchanting, as is the neighborhood where I happen to have lived for many years. And all of it is very special, as is Elisabetta. She originally hails from the Abruzzo region, where I have sadly never been, and I'm actually a bit embarrassed to admit that. And she, like me, calls Florence her adoptive home and has lived here for the past 12 years. Elisabetta studied Italian and classical literature at the University of Aquila and went on to specialize in teaching Italian language and literature to foreigners. She has always loved writing and discovering new cultures, and while Italian is not the only language she teaches, it is what she loves to do most. She has lived and taught Italian abroad in Ireland and Poland, and has also traveled the world. After her stints abroad, she returned to Italy and taught in Venice and in Florence, where the Mona Lisa School was born in 2017. With the school, Elisabetta has realized her greatest dream, to teach Italian in a place where love for the language meets a fun, relaxing, and empathetic environment with a personal touch. Elisabetta, I am really so grateful to you for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to me today, and I would love to get started right away with our Q&A, if that's okay. Yes, I'm really happy to have you here today in our school and uh, to have the occasion to talk about um, this, uh, this place. Wonderful. So. You know that this is not the first time I've been to the school, as I mentioned mm -hmm. in the intro. And I remember remarking the first time I came about how homey it felt. And on your website, you say, and I quote, that students will find not only a welcoming atmosphere, but a community. So could you tell me a bit more about how you create and build community here at the Mona Lisa School? Mm -hmm. So I don't think that uh, a community is something that you can uh, really create. It's something that is uh, naturally born when there are the good and right conditions. So it's, uh, it was a kind of a consequence, a natural consequence and not really our first aim. <laughs> we really believe in the personal um, relationship. So first of all, we know our student, we know their life, we know their, uh, why they are here, we know their family members, we know uh, their uh, life details, we they are really friends for us. Uh, so we start from uh, this uh, pleasant environment and we try to make them feeling home. And uh, the community is born like a consequence, then it becomes a kind of family and a kind of place where you feel uh, really well, you feel at peace, you feel uh, with the pleasant feelings 
and you feel always um, welcomed. Okay. So this is the real consequence. Okay, and I think it's a fundamental thing because learning a language can be so difficult mm -hmm. for people, even just the idea of it, and so to be able to find a, a nurturing and welcoming community of fellow language learners, I think is, is fundamental. Absolutely. This is an important point. Uh, let's be honest, learning a language is so hard, so stressful, and to move in another country is already challenging. So when you start to learn a new language, especially as a, an adult learner, you feel like a kid. You cannot mm -hmm. find the easiest word. And you feel so, uh, sometimes so anxious, so um, frustrated. Mm -hmm. So the first aim is to make them feeling well and to lower this uh, feeling of frustrations and to make them uh, understand that this is a place where uh, everything is safe. Mm -hmm. They will be never judged, they will be always free to share their uh, moment of frustrations, their doubts, to laugh about that mm -hmm. together, uh, to feel well and also to um, share with us their uh, happiness for the achievements um, and uh, to really feel that they can be themselves here and no one will never judge them but they will always feel like um, loved. Oh, that's that's actually extremely special and not easy to find, which which brings me to my next question for you. I get a lot of inquiries from my clients about mm -hmm. where to study mm -hmm. the Italian language in Italy in general, but let's talk about Florence mm -hmm. specifically. There is, I mean, there are so many schools out there. So why should someone choose Mona Lisa out mm -hmm. of this whole huge landscape of, of language schools in Florence. What yeah. makes you special? And especially Florence is full of historical schools mm -hmm. because Florence itself is so connected with the Italian language. So of course, if I were a student, probably would pick Florence. <laughs> um, what I always knew, um, I, I've been teaching everywhere in Italy and abroad, so there was always something missing that I, I was sure that I didn't want in my, in my place. Mm. Uh, and my focus was always uh, very, I, I immediately understood that the psychological part of learning was always uh, a kind of mist. Mm. So I personally don't believe in a kind of a stressful learning way where you are a kind of overwhelmed by many hours of learning and the linguistic pressure. So you must learn that way, just listening to Italian language, even though you don't understand the word. And sometimes you just leave the place with this feeling of anxiety and feeling kind of stupid because probably you are the most smart and clever person in the world, but after four hours of Italian, you feel like, okay, I didn't understand the word. So I realized after years of teaching that uh, worse than uh, a class, a lesson that wasn't uh, was un unprofessional or maybe not effective, worse than that is um, uh, the feeling of anxiety and that uh, stays on you when you leave a class. Yeah. Because you end up not learning, first mm -hmm. of all, but also hating uh, the, the language itself. So you end up not enjoying this um, uh, journey, mm -hmm. this linguistic journey, mm -hmm. and uh, this is, in my opinion, the worst. So, yeah. of course, uh, in uh, every language school, at the end, you teach Italian. This is the uh, common goal. But for us, it became extremely important how you get there. So, to enjoy this uh, uh, learning uh, process, to feel well, mm -hmm. and to lower this uh, psychological stress okay. that you feel. Yeah. And uh, you do that uh, creating an um, environment that is uh, pleasant. 
That's it. Okay. So I don't believe in um, intensive classes. I prefer to do lighter class, very tailor-made, and also uh, we can use uh, every tool uh, to lower the tension. So I'm not afraid to use English for the beginner classes because I think that everything is uh, good to um, make the students feeling better is uh, good, it's okay. Okay, and this brings me to two questions I want to ask you. One is, you speak often on your website and also you and I have spoken about what you call the learning journey. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope you'll talk a bit more about that. You just started to with, with the last question. And then you also brought up this very personalized, tailor-made approach you have to teaching mm -hmm. Italian. And as I mentioned earlier, um, in addition to questions that I get from my clients about the best Italian schools, I also have a lot of clients who are looking for flexibility because they're perhaps, you know, digital nomads who are also working while they're here. They might be, have moved here with their families. They might be reconciling learning language with also, I don't know, a creative pursuit like writing or maybe they're uh, a painter or what have you. So I want you to speak to those two things, your philosophy of the learning journey and then also how you manage to um, help your, uh, your your students reconcile um, you know the busyness of, of their lives as language learners but also as citizens of Florence mm -hmm. yeah the learning journey is something that I particularly like because it was uh, my imagine when I started to look at my students learning and uh, I realized that uh, learning a language can be really like a journey uh, so the first stop is when you have to express yourself in another language and you have to say the things that are the most uh, like easy things like your needs um, to ask for a coffee to buy something in a store but also to introduce yourself in this new reality because it's very important to acquire your identity in this new dimension when you arrive, you have this fear to be invisible because you don't speak the language, you know nothing. So to um, eliminate this feeling and to also give them a new identity in Italian. So to make them available, able to, to talk about themselves and their life in another language. Then there is the second stop, the second level, when you can express your ideas, your thoughts, your opinions and you start to deal with a more complex language um, and this is also very nice because you can talk about what you really think in another language. And then there is the last part that is also my favorite when you can use the language to express emotions and to transmit the emotions in another language mm -hmm. and eventually to uh, make someone uh, uh, moving or touched and this often happens in our higher level. So this is a journey uh, that is made of uh, a lot of hours together, of course. Uh, in our classes uh, we learn Italian, but um, I like to see and to say that we all uh, often uh, laugh, we have fun, we face deep uh, conversations, deep topics, we share our life, we are completely ourselves. And this is the sense of community, when mm -hmm. you can feel this atmosphere that is uh, pleasant and is uh, safe. Um, personally, I never seen myself uh, as a business person okay. and never seen this place just like a business. Mm -hmm. This is just the realization of an um, um, idea of teaching Italian that I always felt and in which I deeply believe. Mm -hmm. So this is the consequence as well. Right. It wasn't the first aim to create a business.
um, and also the, um, the size of the school helps a lot in this because mm-hmm. we can really provide a personalized service. We really know personally all our students, we know their life, their needs about the personalized touch, so the, mm-hmm. the classes. Uh, of course, in a group class, this always happens because uh, we always keep the contact with the students. So we realize what uh, is their um, probably difficulties or moment of uh, uh, when they feel frustrated. But in the one-to-one and uh, personalized duet classes, this happens at the highest level. I'm sure, yeah. Um, how it happens? First of all, uh, we um, listen to our students. What are their uh, needs, their uh, time availabilities, their preferences, their interests, uh, how is their learning way, how do they learn uh, at the best. So we take them by hand and we draw this uh, journey together. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we try to um, know them better and better, mm-hmm. so to create a real relationship. Um, and then I think that there are two important elements. One is the empathy, that for us is absolutely essential. Yeah. So to always have the contact, the um, connection with the student as a person and then eventually also as a friend, because this is- Sure, a, it's inevitable. Yeah. Yes. And also the second point is um, uh, to be professional and um, to have experience, because uh, I think that uh, a teacher that is an expert uh, can always understand when it's necessary to change the plan, to use all the tools to make the learning process easier, and to find the best way that is just different for everyone. So we have a lot of one-to-one, and for each of them, everything is different. Exactly. The program, the method, so we spend a lot of time just preparing the classes for them. Mm-hmm. Nothing is standard, everything is really personal. Wow. I have students that they prefer to have classes in casual environments, mm-hmm. and we can do that. That they want to have classes in the evening, and we can do that. We can absolutely be flexible and organize everything around the student. Is a is a big uh, work because of course everyone needs uh, something that is really mm-hmm. specific and never standard. But at the end, everyone everything revolves around the person. Okay, and it sounds like you don't have a typical student. So, um, what what do your students look like? I mean, what what kind of people come to Mona Lisa? Just give me a sort of a snapshot of mm-hmm. who's here right now, and without obviously naming names, but. Give us sort of a few profiles of your typical, atypical students of Italian language and culture. Mm-hmm. So as you said, the, the things are changing very, very quick, mm-hmm. especially in the last two years. Uh, we have more and more uh, what you call the digital nomads, so people that uh, they choose Florence to live uh, and they can work from uh, anywhere. Um, so our typical student at the moment is uh, mostly, are mostly adult students or senior. So people that are uh, retired and after uh, a life uh, of uh, work, now mm-hmm. they decide to slow down, to move to Florence, mm-hmm. to enjoy the Italian life and the language is a part of it. So they want to enjoy this journey mm-hmm. and they don't really need to learn language in order of communication, but they want to. Or uh, people that are younger, like adult, Families, a lot mm-hmm. of families in this moment, so we can create personalized family classes. Wonderful. Which is something that I love because for them is a, a real fun to yeah. learn a language with the, 
uh, kids or just the couples together mm-hmm. is a great fun. Uh, so we, ha- we are a school that uh, uh, our students are never too young. We have groups of uh, young students, but this is the minority. Okay. Uh, usually is um, for adult learners okay. mainly. Grazie, Elisabetta, for joining me once again on 15 with Fosca and for opening the doors of your wonderful school to me yet again. I look forward to our future conversations very much. Many thanks again, and grazie mille to all of our wonderful listeners out there. Ciao, ciao.